All right. You shooting? Yeah, it's recording. Hi guys, this is Athene, Reese, and Frederick. I bet some people remember him. He is a scientist, a quantum theorist, or just a, a theoretical physicist that is going to get his PhD PhD this right. month. And since we're talking about a few topics that are a bit scientifically, uh, you know, we thought we can't do it without Frederick. What we're going to talk today about is free will. Free will. Free will. Frederick, do we have free will? It's um, subjective. <laughs> is it subjective? Like, what does science say about free will? Do we have free will or are we fundamentally everything is deterministic our choices are all already like made and everything and we just have a feeling of free will but it doesn't exist is there free will or not scientifically so, let's say that science leaves it open to some extent but what science tells us is that everything is probabilistic right you know this at a quantum at a microscopic level you cannot know anything for sure at a macroscopic level it becomes somehow deterministic so Maybe at first you would say, okay, that seems uh, deterministic, so it means... It means we can predict everything and everything is set in stone, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you have at the quantum level, everything is probabilistic. So this would mean the inverse. Uh, we can do whatever we want. We have full free will, but actually one doesn't uh, exclude the other. So how does that work? It's almost like a politician answering the question. Says yeah. yes and no. Like, <laughs> do we have free will? Yes or no? <laughs> like, that's what they want to hear. Like, the, what, what, what does science okay, say? So, 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 let me, let me make some allegory. Imagine you have a mountain, right? And we put some water on top of the mountain. What is sure is that the water will reach ground. It will flow down. It will flow down. So mm -hmm. at some point it will reach lower ground. You don't know how. So that's the probabilistic nature. I mean, it can go straight down, it can wind up, it can go round and round and down. But in the end, it will reach lower ground. So basically what you're saying is, the fact we're gonna die is deterministic, but our life, the way to it... I'm just saying it leaves, it leaves some room for uh, interpretation. So for example, if you want, you can believe that some, some things are more or less fixed in the world or in your lives, or, but that the way the paths to it are a bit flexible. So you could say that some major events are like deterministic or some major events in your life, some, some, some lines to some extent could be deterministic, but how you reach it could be free will. I'm not saying this is how it is, but there is lots of room so, for it. So basically, like from a scientific sense, there is no uh, evidence whether we have free will or not. No. For the people that don't know, he is top-notch. You have experimental physicists and you have theoretical physicists. Theoretical physicists are really the ones that really study the maths. We are the base. Yeah, they are the base. So he knows his shit. So when he says like stuff, he says things that if I read on the Wikipedia is almost outdated compared to the information he has. He even knew when the Higgs boson came out even before it was used. Yeah, he news. did. He did. It was top secret. We heard secret, it from though. him first. We were not allowed top, to say it. It was top secret though. But top secret. Top secret. But he knows the shit when it comes down to free will. Maybe like there is no such a thing that there is like some kind of, you know, some lab at CERN or whatever where they're testing free will or something. There is no... Unfortunately, no. <laughs> to know. Cool. Uh, maybe we can we can propose for such a lab. Do you have any 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 more questions? Well, I think a basic question that a lot of people will ask, that a lot of people like would come to their mind, was okay. So if things are probabilistic in quantum mechanics. Things are deterministic on all macroscopic levels. Doesn't that 
sort of then imply that our consciousness has free will since you know we are all just electrons bouncing around in our brain and so those electrons are probabilistically behaving in some respect or would you already say there no you know what even that will be pretty macroscopic in behavior so so brain this is neurons right and this is not microscopic, but it's not macroscopic. It's right, it's hard to say. So it's mesoscopic. <laughs> oh. so, so There's a word for it, yeah, it's mesoscopic. So but what do you say about that? Do you say like, oh, well, you know, there are levels of, of probability in terms of what's going on in your brain, so maybe you have a point there. Or do you say like, you know, it's a bit So, of so if, if, if we look at, um, at some molecular systems, so, right. so molecular systems, these are mesoscopic, right? So in general, they are quite deterministic but quantum effects they can uh, propagate into the mesoscopic scale so you, you have some some small probabilistic effects so if we would like use this idea in our brain say okay it's mesoscopic scale uh, we could say okay we have some deterministic behavior which is with some small quantum perturbations some quantum probabilistic effects i mean it's just it's an idea right it's it's porting the idea of since, since we're since we're on 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 the layer of quantum mechanics, like there's a lot of quantum quackery when it comes down to ah. consciousness and psychology and philosophy and stuff. Let's ask the scientists, like... Okay, Frederick, give all those people who are dying to hear it from you, law of attraction, <laughs> the secret, Can bullshit or fact. Law of attraction? Law of attraction. So. The Secret is a very, very popular... He doesn't even know that shit. It's a very popular uh, movie and book. Okay. And the main idea is that if you can will it, if you can focus your mental energy or your spiritual energy on it enough, the universe will conspire to bring you, to, to manifest for you what you want or what you desire the most. And like it also has to do with quantum entanglement. Yeah, because the thing is, because okay, no, but okay, okay. So right, let's let's be honest. We we scientists have tried to hide this for you. <laughs> I know centuries. it. I know it. Damn, damn, man. I but that's it. what they say in the secret, by the way. <laughs> no, I mean just Come use your brain, now. people. Use your brain. <laughs> use your brain. Okay, so look, I mean, <laughs> literally, come on. But the thing is, the thing is, literally, yeah. You know, like, the, you, you make an interesting point there because when someone tries to argue with us that the secret is real yeah. and we say it's not, we kind of say, like, the fact that we're saying it's not kind of debunks it because if you were right, you could will us into actually complying. But anyway, that aside, um, the, the thing is, one of the, one of the crucial aspects of the secret is something where they say something like, yeah, but in quantum mechanics, it is proven that the observer effect influences reality therefore the brain our will our beliefs can make the collapse can can decide how things collapse okay so but rule number one what is microscopic remains microscopic what is macroscopic remains macroscopic quantum effects remain microscopic but maybe the brain has like like since it's mesoscopic universe is macroscopic but the brain maybe since it's mesoscopic so you can you can with with the secret the secret is you can wield your own brain with your brain microscopic remains microscopic 
Right, right, right. But um, you didn't convince them yet. Now they actually have an argument. Like, hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, like, okay, microscopic. What if my, you know, what if my my mental powers in terms of law of attraction are so powerful that I can make so many microscopic changes manifested in the real world that it results in microscopic results? Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. That's his. That's, I think that's a very good answer. <laughs> He's a scientist. That's how he looks at things. Prove it. Me, myself, and the team are not the biggest fans of the law of attraction. We're just asking questions to see if. Uh, you know. I want to say something about free will, though. Okay. What do you believe? What I what I explained is what I believe. I believe that there is some deterministic part in life. That some parts in life, not let's say in, in the universe, that some some motion of some some things that happen are like general lines like general tendencies and that there is free will to like diverge from it so imagine you have a mountain again with with water but you have like some kind of preformed river bank you fill the water if you don't do anything it will follow this this path right but then you could like resist you could like make make uh, cuts make cuts make some dams in it but in the end it will go down anyway you cannot stop it if i would believe in fate it would be in this way like you have some lines you can struggle but in the end you have a lot of neuroscientists that say that we don't have a choice because awareness takes place after we made the choice when they track the brain with like all those things they see that we make a choice and we only become aware of it after we made it therefore our awareness has nothing to do with the choice we made what do you think about that so you mean like they say that like making a choice is some kind of instinct and afterwards yeah, like you realize what and, you and it's almost like a subconscious process no matter what so the point with neuroscience is that it's not the same kind of science like physics i mean it's like studying an iceberg only by seeing its tip which is above the water right so they have small parts which i understand and they have lots which they don't they combine stuff and they they draw conclusions but it's difficult to make to make hard arguments from it so i like would it's say an empirical science i think it's, it's, a, it's a, but it's a strong empirical right of course because you know from the beginning that you're missing stuff yeah if i drop an apple from the ground and i measure the, the speed I'm not missing really a lot of stuff, it's just inaccurate, right? But from this you know already, you only have some parts, some, so from they have some, some brain waves they can measure and stuff, some spots they see, but they know it's like only a really small picture. So I want to ask you a crazy To draw question. like inclusive, uh, exclusive conclusions is this, no. Is it possible that just as much as quantum particles can go back in time and forward, they can jump back in time mm -hmm. and forward, that's, that's true. Like, is this true like there is certain particles that actually go back in time and can move back and forward in time at the real at real like heisenberg level let's say uh they could do anything right so okay yeah yeah like is it possible that your consciousness behaves in a similar way and time within like a very small interval does not really okay, like so, like so, so, so basically you whether may... your awareness comes afterwards or for or before it like even if we measure it with a smaller device it doesn't really like yeah, okay really i get your apply. point sorry. so there is no real yeah. definition of time in this interval yes. so then the question is For why does it always show up as the awareness after in measurements yeah so if there is like no really defined time why this ordering why not half of them with awareness first and half of them with awareness after it 
because maybe their measurements are very rudimentary and they will always see an origin in certain parts of the brain. But then you don't need uh, the theory right. of uh, small yeah. time interval because then it can be just faulty uh, the, the way they have the measurement. Yeah. Maybe your brain does it intentionally to trick uh, <laughs> the reason why it would not it would always be like that it's because you're absorbing it from outside you're using measurement device that are outside the experience it's relative to the experience that time doesn't matter but outside it when you take it from a more okay but there was still the question why does it why is it an arrow of time for a measurement outside the consciousness and so, so why does it order in this direction? Huh? Why, why, why does the awareness come after the... The awareness that comes afterwards still like influences the decision you made before. And the reason why it does that is because it expresses itself. Okay, okay, okay. You are saying that at a local level, inside your brain, microscopic level, there is no real ordering yes, in time. indeed. Right? Okay. But then is the question, okay, so I understand that when it goes out, it becomes... Uh, Subject to the, the, the exterior, like macroscopic, yes. where there is some nice time order. Yes. But then is the question: Why does it always order in this way? Because you're always measuring it from a from a from a microscopic. No, no. But why does it always order like awareness last? What the, what is the process behind the translation from microscopic to macroscopic, which makes that awareness comes last? You could say that since the awareness is a much more broad and complicated process in the brain it will always take more time to measure any changes in that and it takes less time to measure smaller, more responsive changes. Ah, yes, yes, and yes. then therefore... Because awareness requires a bigger You will always interval. measure it later, even though... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Because awareness requires a bigger yeah. interval. Okay, so this could be, for example, an explanation, yeah. But would that be scientifically possible that you have certain uh, things express itself in a bigger interval, like mainly based on consciousness that that science does not fully understand and could possibly be the bridge between microscopic and, micros and macroscopic. Because that's always something that I've been been thinking and pondering, like maybe it's consciousness in the brain that is actually the bridge between microscopic and macroscopic things. Or is that a little bit cray-cray? This could be, I mean... But yeah, like everything can. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that level, everything can be, yeah. The point about neurology is what I said, you have the tip of the iceberg. This means, from a pure theoretical scientific point of view, there is no conclusive test. Never. Unless you get more understanding of the brain. Right, it's just statistics. You have an effect which is due to some, some really small part that you are able to measure. So maybe you're just totally misinterpreting because you yeah. uh, because you don't have all data yeah. so you never have a conclusive test so whatever you're going to, to make a really like nice perfect test it will never be conclusive you won't be able to prove anything it's more like indications because maybe afterwards you see total picture and it's totally different so basically to summary the answer to a free will is we don't know <laughs> no we don't know Bye.